0: Welcome to the first episode, or not first episode, of the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. If you're listening to this, you're either me, Matthew, or Dawson.
1: Or family members. Or, f- or close
0: fr- <laughs> friends and family, who we permitted to listen to it. But if you're not any of those people, then welcome. This is the first episode. I am your host, Andrew. Let's introduce yourself going or clockwise. You won't know what that means, but... It doesn't matter.
1: So. Well, hopefully we're smart enough to know what counter So, prices.
0: I'm your host, Andrew, as I said before.
1: I'm Matthew. And I'm Dawson.
0: And I'm Andrew again. So, so, the reason we started this is because I said one thing I wanted to do before I die, which is probably a long time, hopefully, is start a podcast. And so, me and Dawson went out on Black Friday and bought a microphone. So... But that two was stores. yeah. That was two days ago, so here we are. So.
2: And I just jumped on board, basically.
1: Yeah, Matthew's a freeloader. <laughs> <Basically,
2: laughs> pretty
0: much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not a penny coming out of his pocket. Not but yet. we are in his basement, so that's okay.
2: Yeah, I provide. He lent us. Uh, lent us his house. I provide the studio,
0: or more like his parents' house.
1: Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll we'll come crash your dorm room. This may uh,
0: be if you're listening to this. This may be the first, the one of the only normal ones for a while, because we all live in three specific, di- specifically different areas, so. Need may once we figure out how to record it from a long distance, we. may be sounding weird for a little while, yes. but if you're not, if you're not listening to this officially, then, you don't have to worry about that, so.
2: Or As if you're just not listening, because you will never know about this. <laughs> <laughs> As at this moment, we're all in the same room.
0: Yes. This is Thanksgiving. Uh, what's today? Uh,
2: Thanksgiving Saturday.
0: Was <laughs> it? The 20th? Or the
1: Ohio State and Michigan. Game. It's the 24th. <laughs> that day. That game. So. <laughs> that game. Come all right. on. Board, come I on think day. that's day. enough. I
0: think that's enough with breaking the fourth ball for now. <laughs> I think we should get the big news that has happened in the past couple of weeks out of the way. And we'll say uh, a quick rest in peace to our man, Stanley. R.I.P. A great legend has left the earth, and we're still here to be thankful for his gifts. <laughs> yes,
1: indeed. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. <laughs> Speaking of which, what is your guys' favorite Stanley cameo? Oh. Ooh.
2: I'd have to think about that for a second.
1: <sighs> hmm.
0: I think it's gotta be one of his best ones. Has to either be, it has to be in one of the Captain Americas for me, because in Civil War his Tony Stank bit was pretty funny, that was good. Oh, that was and good. then his security guard bit was really funny. That was a good one too. So I enjoyed those. I, I think like, I oh. feel like
2: as he, as the movies went on, they kind of figured out more creative ways to go about doing the cameos. Yeah. Whereas like if you look at like Iron Man and Iron Man Two, he basically like played somebody else, right? Yeah, he played
0: uh. Hugh Hefner and Larry David. One yeah, no, it was. That uh, no, wasn't Larry David. It was Larry King. Larry King. That's the name. It was Larry King. King? Got him screwed up with someone else.
1: Yeah, and then the first uh, Spider-Man with uh, Tobey Maguire, he was. You could barely see him. You could barely catch him in like oh, the background. Yeah. He saved someone from. Oh, yeah. uh, being hit by a bunch of rubble falling from the building. That's right. Yeah. I
2: honestly completely forgot about that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I only. It's hard to know because I'd seen it a little while ago. And yeah. a compilation that came out after his passing. Mm-hmm. So, I think one of the funniest ones, <laughs> not my favorite, but one of the funnier ones is his self-referential one in Guardians 2.
1: Oh, I like
2: oh,
0: that yeah. one. His, his uh, Watcher cameo. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was pretty funny. What
2: was his cameo in Guardians 1? Uh, he was he, was he was being spied someone, on by a, yeah. uh, Rocket. That's right. Yep. he called him a prever. Yeah. I yeah. Would, it's, it's harder for me to remember the ones that he doesn't actually speak in.
0: Yeah. It's funny the amount of ones that he didn't actually have any words to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, one of my favorites is one that he never spoke, in. it was. Uh, it's probably an underdog for that kind of list. It's um, Amazing Spider-Man, the first movie, yeah. when he's got the headphones in. Yes. It's oh, like okay. The okay, yeah, oh Okay, that was a good one. That might be my favorite. That was yeah, because he just one. doesn't notice what's going on the whole time, and Even he almost part. gets hit by a table. Maybe. Do you know that
0: he did the voice and how you should how it should have ended? He did. Yeah, did that was actually? his. That was his voice in the Spider, in the Amazing Spider-Man.
1: Of course, he did. That's amazing. Spider-Man. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> already getting into dad jokes, and it's already been five minutes. That'll be a,
2: that'll be a common theme.
0: All right, this, we're I ending like. this right now.
1: <laughs> it ended right before it began. Don't worry, <laughs> they will continue. We just it, saw. as long as Matthew and I are still here, there, there will USB. be dad jokes.
0: We just saw Wreck-It Ralph too. Oh yeah, a, while, a couple days ago and Stanley had a cameo I'm doing sorts. air quotes right now.
1: Yeah, because nothing was said. He didn't say anything. It was such a cop-out. It kind of was. I was so ticked that they did that. You just that see an animated Stanley pop up for a second and you're like, oh, I think that was Stan Lee. It, was a it bling- doesn't even look exactly like him, but you can tell it was meant to be him. Yes. I. Do you see the one that he did in the Teen Titans movie?
2: Yeah. That, that one would, was really fun. That was funny. <laughs> no.
0: I think one of the Getting on the same track as for refer- referential ones, I think the one talking with him in uh, Fantastic Four, the second one, with him actually saying he is Stan Lee. I didn't oh, see yeah. That. I actually, oh, I actually yeah.
1: saw that movie. When he's trying to get into the wedding, and he's Good. like... It was
0: a bad movie. Was it when he's
1: trying to get <laughs> into yeah. the wedding? And he's yeah. like, but I'm Stan Lee. Like, I should be on the list. Like, yeah,
2: I'm on the list of Stan Lee. I remember him saying... I created these people. Exactly. <laughs> of all things, I remember in the Lego Marvels superheroes video game (coughs) Yeah, that game. He said, I am, but I'm Stan Lee in that movie, in that game, I mean a few times. He actually said
1: something in a Lego video
0: game. (laughs) They never even That was when when the Lego games had started (laughs) actually talking.
2: If I remember correctly, the first game where they spoke was Lego Batman 2. Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly.
1: That was right. I always just remember, like, all the Lego video games that I used to play, they'd just be completely silent, and you'd see all their facial expressions. Honestly? I could miss that.
2: I thought it was pretty great when they, like... Because, like, I mean, obviously for the first few games it was, like, Star Wars. So, like, yeah. you don't need the spoken lines to know oh, yeah. what the plot is.
1: Everyone knows the plot of Star Wars
2: if they're playing the Lego Star Wars I Yeah, game. exactly. I actually hadn't seen the movies when I was playing the games, but I could still figure the plot out. Well, Matthew's yeah. a heathen, so it's a special object. <laughs> hey, it's I've a seen him all
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> special... round, like... <laughs> yeah, you're probably one of the very few in the world. Yeah. Actually, though, yeah.
0: Yeah, so... I think one of my favorites... Was probably it's got to be in the first Deadpool when he plays a DJ to a strip club. Oh my gosh! It was pretty funny because it was just like it's such a shifting from the wholesomeness of like all his other cameos that he's playing like <laughs> something so like kind of for lack of a better term, dirty. Yep, I think it was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I never saw that one. Me neither.
0: So I'm the only heathen. Yeah, you're the only heathen here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Seeing R-rated movies. Yeah. Tisk tisk.
0: (sighs) I just... I think it was kind of like a relief for me. Just becoming, like, turning the age of, like, going to the movies and not having to worry about the rating. Because it was always before, it was like... I think it's for me. I don't know if it's for you two as much. I still have
1: never <laughs> seen a rated R movie. So. I have not either,
2: but I've also let, I've also reached a point where like I don't have to worry about what's in a PG thirteen movie because I know it might
0: be bad <laughs> enough. For, yeah, know. so I'm the only gross, <laughs> disgusting person.
1: <laughs> you animal.
0: I just think if I see a good movie trailer, I don't have to worry about the rating. I just because it doesn't have to hold me back. I yeah. guess is it technically. <laughs> Is what I'm saying.
2: There is nothing more disappointing than watching a trailer for an awesome movie, seeing it's rated an R and being like, ah, now I probably won't see it.
0: Yeah. I oh, yeah. Have that. I definitely see it. A, <laughs> I'll be like, I'll see that.
1: So. <laughs> no, I'm just like, oh, that looks good. But I, I will never see it. Which is why I'm, I'm glad. I know you, you don't agree with this, but I'm glad that they're coming out with a PG-13 Deadpool 2.
0: I think it'll just be funny because of all... I'll watch it because of all the different, like, references and jokes that they'll have about it. Because in the trailer, they have Fred Savage, like, basically reprising his role of the little boy in the bed from Princess Bride. Yeah. I think that's... I think I'll see it. Like, I didn't... I thought it was kind of weird that they were releasing a PG-13 version, but now seeing the trailer, I'll probably see it. Well, Mm -hmm. I
1: think it's smart, too, because they just got bought out by Disney, too, and... And well, I'm sure they want to continue the Deadpool franchise because it's been so successful. Yeah. And uh, if they need to compromise, you know, with Disney to I make don't think that PG-13, which don't they don't might they not, don't. because it's just it's made so much money as a rated yeah. R movie right. franchise anyway. But
0: it's yeah, it's like one of the top grossing rated R movies in history. Like they made a joke <laughs> about Deadpool One being like one of the highest grossing rated R movies, and it goes like. This is us, and they put themselves at the second point, and they go, and then Jesus. It <laughs> was oh like God. the highest grossing radar movies because <laughs> <His> Passion <laughs> of the Christ made yeah. more money. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that I thought that was really funny. funny. That is
2: pretty funny, actually. Yeah, I saw something on the internet that I thought that I think would be great is if um, in like whatever Deadpool movie comes out after Detective Pikachu, if he makes reference to like being Pikachu at some yeah. point. <laughs> Oh yeah, but he definitely will. Him. Like that has to happen. Like he's right? made
0: so many different references to all of his uh, career. Like he made the joke on one radio show that I was watching that he was saying he's like, oh, we made this joke about Green Lantern, about say, he he so many, Lanterns, and about uh, X Men Wolverine, you know, talking about all these different things, and he's like, and then make and then he's like, he, there's one movie he made called The Proposal with, uh, uh, who was it?
2: I feel like I remember seeing that. I cannot think of who. Was Sandra Bullock. I oh, oh. seeing and it, I mean the trailer. I didn't watch it obviously. And so <laughs> yeah, he I've made a
0: joke. It. made a joke about that in the movie and then and then he made he said we're probably not it's like I just don't want to go through my entire career making fun of every last picture I've worked on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty soon
2: he's going to be making fun of the Deadpool movies he's in. Uh, yep. Yeah, so people are like ripping the movie to shreds as it happens. Yeah. Although I he kinda know. did that, Because right? 'cause didn't he go like now that's just lazy writing. Yeah. 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 Too, he did right? like, that in Deadpool two right? and then
0: in the in the credits for in the credits at the start for Deadpool uh one he talks about it, he makes references to like a CGI a completely CGI character, uh like a hot actress, uh a <laughs> a comedic, a comedic uh, sidekick. <laughs> talking about like all the different like Jokes about the different ca- cast members. Yeah,
2: so mm-hmm. that was pretty funny. That is
0: pretty good. Yeah, I'm really glad that they finally made a Deadpool movie. I'm really glad the way that they've taken it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I haven't seen them obviously, but to my understanding, they've done like a fantastic. Oh, they've of done else. a really good job.
1: And that's why I'm excited for the, the one coming out in December. Because <laughs> I'll actually, I'll, I'll actually watch that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll <laughs> So. Yeah,
0: I surprised they haven't started showing. Deadpool on, like, TVs and, like, censored stuff. Because you can censor yeah. it enough that I was it'll be say, fine. Oh, yeah. I
2: mean, they already do that, right? Even with, like... They TV. do that with even a lot with, like, of movies. some PG-13 movies, I think. Yeah. We even on, well,
1: they've like, done that with, TV. like, the likes of, like, The Godfather and... Right. All yeah. those classics, but... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, going back to uh, Wreck-It Ralph, uh, <laughs> I do want to comment on the fact that I did not really care about that movie. That, that
0: movie... Was a, I know it was a kid was movie, a and we probably shouldn't care that much. <laughs> but it
2: was just the fact. Well, we okay. were kids when Look, we saw the, the record. The first one was actually like a good movie. The first though, one was so good because
0: I, it was capturing on all like the arcade, like yeah. like this nostalgia of like it was catching the with these funny characters and these interesting people for the kids and then like the arcade nostalgia for the adults that were all taking the kids to see it. Yeah. And we and, were like the weird bridge no. in between. Yeah.
2: Where we
1: didn't experience either side, but we were like, oh it was I a recognize
2: good movie. These. Well, it was I, a funny I, was movie cool. with a good cast. I actually had a game for the Nintendo sixty four back when, <laughs> you know, that was the system to have. Yeah. yeah. And it was like it was this cartridge. I had two of them. Before we each were born had, yeah, exactly. And had, like <laughs> these old arcade games like on here. So like yeah. Yeah. so I played like Tapper, which was um reference multiple yeah. times in both um, in both and, two. Yeah. and then also you know both Pac-Mans I'm obviously well into those and yeah. also, I've also been to the likes of Dave and Buster's where they still have some old tiny arcade yeah. games
1: no I have an uncle who owns a lot of older video games uh, like like arcade machines and then like the Nintendo 64 but I never really played many of the arcade arcade games that were actually in regular elf but I still enjoyed it because it was like I loved the overall story of it yeah it's just this new one I feel like they kind of they kind of backslid on the on the whole story and then mainly focused on the humor part of it and it was just like yeah it was funny but some parts were they lost a little bit of a sense of what made it good they, they tried to get, get too, too much
0: way. into the meme culture yeah. of the yeah. internet and
1: the internet <laughs> thing was almost overdone and it was
0: deg- it degraded itself from a night nine- a cool funny comedy that appeals to all ages to just a Dumb kids movie that appealed to like yeah just at ages from like yeah twelve to five yeah, yeah. Cause
2: even though like it was you're right they t- kind of took away from the plot to focus more on like the humor element of it it's like the humor itself almost came across as like forced in a way oh yeah to a point where I o- I think I only laughed out loud like <clears throat> maybe twice and I think both times were just because of how stupid it was
1: oh yeah and and we're kind of in the majority at least like. When it comes to critics and stuff, because they rated the they rated the movie like higher on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think it's gone down on IMDb. But like I'm sure it right now, it's like a seven point eight. Really, Rotten Tomatoes
0: it, is a broken system. Rotten is. Tomatoes is not. <laughs> I don't trust good at rating at movies.
1: I trust IM I trust IMDb more, but like I, I think it too. I think it was over an eight point something on IMDb, and it's gone down since then. Wow. But I'm like, I I feel like. If it's a Disney movie, you can't touch it sometimes because it's like, it's Disney. They it own little, the media.
2: It is a little like that, isn't it? The
1: only movie I, I've seen... Well, I, I haven't even watched it, but I know it was bad because I've heard the reviews and read the reviews about it uh, is A Wrinkle in Time. was just awful. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I
0: did
2: bother watching that.
0: <laughs> yeah, your, Matthew's sister and her friend actually went to go see it, and they I told them it was a bad idea. I said... <laughs> said Claire, you don't want to go see that that's a terrible idea yep. and she was like oh no it's going to be a fun movie and then they like messaged me a little while later saying oh that was a terrible movie <laughs> it was a huge mistake I was like I am told
2: oh, yeah. you I, was, I for one would take your advice Andrew about any movie before it just did,
0: didn't look like a, mo- a good movie from the start like people were like Blowing it's their minds, read, or, and they were like, yeah. This is gonna be amazing. Look at this graphics and Oprah and Reese Witherspoon <laughs> in a movie together. Oprah just oh needs to, yeah. goodness.
1: Oprah needs to stick to what she's good at and host daytime television. <laughs> is it's like, Oprah's good. At. Yeah,
2: you got get a humpback whale, It's how you get a humpback <laughs> whale. You get a humpback <laughs> whale. Everybody gets a humpback <laughs> whale.
0: It was like, It's like they don't. And then people are like saying Oprah should run for president. Oprah should not run for president. She's a date. T-
1: She's a daytime. <laughs> that's like Waka okay. Flocka when he ran for president.
0: We're gonna get political for like ten seconds, oh, God. And, and then we'll just it. shut it down because I hate that's, politics. sometimes. Well. actually that's a lot just. of times. The thing about Donald Trump and him being president is he actually has experience in like the realm of running stuff. Yeah, uh, like, running being, a business, being in charge. Like, he's a businessman. He's a corporate tycoon who knows how to work the market and s- see that his stuff gets done. Yeah. Oprah yeah. is a daytime television star <laughs> who got famous in the '80s, '90s, and early 2000s, and since pittered off from there. But then, like, like, like Ronald
1: Reagan, though. Yeah, but Ronald Reagan yeah. was an actor. But he was
0: he was a go- then he got into politics and was a governor and so on and so forth. So yeah. he gained his roots over time. Exactly. But Oprah, if Oprah also ran for governor, it's like, oh,
1: oh yeah. why? I don't, First I don't, of all? I don't think she'd be all that successful. She's not, she wasn't. Nothing she against, win. like, her individually, it's just, I don't know if she's fit for politics, so yeah. to say, but, like, she's good at what she already does. And, like, I don't know if I cared for Arnold Schwarzenegger in the in politics, you know, like
0: he was just. I think he just ran for a stunt just to be famous again. Oh no, it
1: it <laughs> definitely it had a lot to do with like Enron and them being taken down too, and they they got him in office. It was a bunch of uh, political for those drama. Born
0: after the year two thousand and five was a company in the
1: early two thousands. Early two thousands, they they went out of business. Uh, they 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 went bankrupt in i think 2003 that's i could like, be wrong off by like a year or two but i just learned about it in my uh, ethics class because that's a big ethical issue of the wasn't 21st it like insider century trading
0: and stuff like that that took it down yeah
1: it was trading and stuff and like there was just corruption throughout the whole company and they were lying about their like their statements at the end of the year saying that they made money when they were really losing losing millions of dollars. Oh, gosh! It's like, yeah, that's that's genius. That's going to catch up to you eventually.
0: And thus ends the corporate section of the podcast. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the political. And the political. we going to be done with that.
0: Too. Yeah. Why were we even talking about Oprah in the first place? Wrinkle in time. Wrinkle, Wrinkle in time. time. A terrible
1: movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, so that was a garbage movie, and anybody who liked it was... Has no taste in movies. Like <laughs> I didn't didn't
2: insult know. some of our, our listeners there. You'll never guess what uh, Dawson. If you're on listening to
0: this, if you're listening to this and you enjoyed
1: *Wrinkle in Time*, I'd advise you to turn it off
0: right now.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, it it's one of the few Disney movies that has come out in recent like years. I'd say that has really gotten actually bad reviews, bad ratings. Like that's true. It, was, it got a four point two out of ten on Ooh, IMDb. Brutal. Everyone and,
0: finally was. I mean, the only one enough.
1: that can kind of compare, at least with like audience feedback, is probably Star Wars: The Last Jedi, yeah. <laughs> mainly because half of the viewers, or at least a lot of the vocal viewers, are just like, "This movie is garbage," and then the other half was like, "Whoa, this is like one of the best Star Wars movies I've ever seen." What's weird so, is that there
2: doesn't seem to be much of a middle ground, and that's exactly where I find myself. Exactly, I'm the middle ground, and I'm
0: on the complete end that hate the movie. <laughs>
1: Fair enough,
2: <laughs> because. <laughs>
1: Although you did start off in the middle.
0: I did understand. I did start off in the middle and that's like one of the things that to get in a broad spectrum here talking about like the middle the middle ground is like we as a society don't allow a middle ground anymore. You could be right, you could be left, you can be hate it, you can be love it, you can be this, you can be that, but you can't be in the middle ground. Like people will honestly beat you to death if you don't have an opinion. On something, and that oh, yeah. was one of the things that, like, I watch a lot of YouTube. I don't have a life, and so this is what I do. <laughs> and so, a lot of the Star Wars YouTubers that I would like, they would always get these questions about, "What did you think of Last Jedi? Did you love Looks it? Like did the you hate it?" Question. And there, and then people would answer and be like, "Well, I just didn't love it. And I didn't hate it at the same time." And then they would get berated
1: by these. They're listeners yes, and they're, they're like, How and could you yours. not love it? How could you not hate it? Yeah,
2: it's like you've gotta be kidding me. It's like there's such thing as there's such thing as not having an extremely polar opinion. Yeah. About there's
1: something. such thing as just mediocre. Yeah. And you know why it doesn't work though? Yeah. Because it's Star Wars and you have to have the high ground. Just <laughs> saying. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. <let's, laughs> I'm gonna swiftly
1: move on from that. You're but, welcome. Um, Dad joke number two. I have no control anymore.
2: <laughs> Y'all never guess what movie Dawson and I saw last night. What? Creed Two.
1: Yes, and this is gotta be this kidding is, me. Yeah, this, this was, was what, amazing. Okay, wait,
2: wait. What happened was. We were going to watch Creed 2 when we went to watch Wreck-It Ralph 2, and we didn't because I hadn't seen the first Creed. Yes. And then Andrew really
1: wanted to see Creed 2. So there was no text message? No. No, hey, we're going to go see Creed.
0: You want to come? Because that was the movie we baited you into coming with us before and say, hey, you want to watch Creed 2? And I was like, oh, Michael B. Jordan, Sylvester Stallone, Ivan Drago's son. The whole Rocky series as a whole. And I'm like, Oh, they look really cool. I really want to see that movie, and I don't want to go see it by myself, which I probably will have to do now. And so I went with them, but then someone to my right—he's looking at me—to my right said, Nothing. "Oh, i would
1: never seen Creed before, so we're gonna go see Wreck It Ralph instead."
2: Which, as we already have established, was garbage. And then I, Creed two,
1: I think, was phenomenal. One was of the really, best. It was a really good one of the movie. best entries in the. Uh, entire Rocky series, in my opinion. You're talking we're about the both second both one, you. right? Yes, yes, Creed two. I, that's yes. one of my favorite movies. scenes. I think it was now. better
2: than the first Creed. With both of you. I'm very sorry. I, I and you. mainly because <laughs> it it was essentially a sequel I'm to Rocky four. Right now, just
0: wondering if I can use. <laughs> oh, I thought you of were offense.
2: gonna call us like tools. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. My dad has a. Hey, you guys of... belong up
1: on that wall.
2: <laughs> There's a wide variety of tools I can be used as weapons over there.
1: No, but I think. Why Creed Two really worked is because it was essentially a sequel to both the first Creed movie and to Rocky Four.
0: Paying homages to its beginnings. Exactly. Granted, I haven't seen the movie and already know this.
1: Yes, because it has a lot of like parallels with its predecessors. Well, because you got Ivan Drago's son
0: fighting Creed. Exactly. Son, yes. And Ivan Drago, for those who don't know, spoiler on a forty-year-old movie, uh, <laughs> Ivan killed Creed.
2: Wait, what? I'm just kidding. I, that was that was reference. I like watched you, a movie about yeah, it. I haven't seen any of the Rockies. Just it doesn't DNA. even matter. You watched a movie about yeah. it. <laughs> it, it. was. Probably, they probably showed it at least three times in Creed. Oh, <laughs> they did
1: show it like three times. Yeah. <laughs> no, like they literally showed him dying in the movie. They did. Yes. They literally showed him Spoils. dying in the first Creed. What? Exactly. So, no, like it. I loved it because it had a lot. It, it, it went back to what it, it was good at. And really, really, I, I think that it could be one of the more success, successful entries, uh, even box office-wise, because I think it's already made like $20 million, and it's been out three days. Michael, it also, Michael B.
2: Jordan is such a fantastic actor. Yeah. He's probably one of my He's become such a superstar as of late. He really has. I mean, Him I, and Donald Glover. The one, Donald that, really, Glover, yeah. the one that really put uh, Michael B. on the map for me was his role as Killmonger in Black Panther. I loved him in that role. He was perfect for it. And then now, oh, yeah. now his role in Creed just like re- just like really cements him in my brain. It's like one of the best actors out there.
0: One of the roles for him that I thought was like, oh, this guy's really cool is probably the Black Ops, th- th- uh, Black Ops Three live action trailer where he just does a voiceover, for, th- for talking about this one player and how he's like such a amazing player. But he was just so suave and cool in the way suave. he did it. It was just like,
1: wow, <laughs> I really suave.
0: want to see this guy in an actor.
1: Mm-hmm. And like the <laughs>
0: amount of voice acting roles that he's actually done is quite a wide range. and It's really, really interesting. Because hmm. he voiced Cyborg in one, and he's done a couple other voices for different shows here mm. and there.
2: Oh, okay. Which is really interesting it as like cool.
0: a person as person who's known for his live-action roles, is, like, the voice acting roles that he's done that people don't actually know about.
1: Speaking of voice acting, one thing I'm really excited about is the new Lion King movie coming out. Oh, that out. has oh, such yeah. a star-studded cast. The only person returning, though, is James Earl Jones. And well, that's the only person I wanted to return. Right. Because There's three you people need Mufasa.
0: <laughs> in their roles, but it's Mufasa for his voice, Yeah, Hans Zimmer for his... Uh, directing for, like, the music. Yes. Uh, what's the mm-hmm. word? What's the person called who directs music? Uh,
1: Composing. Yeah, yeah, composer. Hans
0: Zimmer for the composer, and Elton John for his writing
1: the music. Yeah. Yeah. So... And those are three of the most key parts of The Lion King. Oh,
0: And then we can compare this in contrast to the cast that's come out for Aladdin, and Will Smith is playing the genie in a garbage movie that Will is Smith garbage now.
2: Will Smith is playing the genie? Yeah,
0: he's playing genie. <laughs>
2: oh, Oh, gosh. no. Okay.
0: I
1: love Will Smith, but
0: I don't like Will Smith that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 love, I have no
1: opinion. I love Will Smith, but I hate Jaden Smith. It's just, <laughs> it's just. Will Smith had a
0: very sub average singing career that lasted <laughs> one hit, one hit, and then Jada pickett Smith is a Wiccan, which is a witch, so she's a nut job. Oh
1: my gosh. Oh my. No, like I. And there's
0: my berating of the Smith family over. <laughs> Cool.
1: And now back to Dawson. I'm just going to say, I love Will <laughs> Smith. And I, I love Will Smith. It's just the only reason I don't think it's going to work for the Aladdin movie is because you lost Robin Williams. Yeah. One of the key parts of that movie.
0: One of the greatest actors of like a generation. Like, oh, 100%. oh, yeah. Oh,
1: Like, he is what made the first Aladdin so great. When you like, ask all people, the subs- all the improv... Aladdins. Oh yeah, well, all the improv, all the things that he added to that film made it what it is.
2: When you ask people what they remember most about Aladdin, I guarantee you 90% of them would probably say Genie. Yeah, he it's is Genie. my
1: favorite part of that movie. But then if you ask someone who's actually seen the movie, they'll probably say something else. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen the movie, and I, I think Genie, Genie is oh, my yeah. favorite
2: part. I watched it in my French class, in French, so that was interesting. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, well, I've
0: seen it, but I haven't seen it for a very long time.
2: Yeah, it's but, been a while.
0: I think if they could have gotten anybody to play Genie, it could have been uh, someone with the likes of Jim Carrey. Sure. Yes. As like his, like, yeah. But he's not so much. But The problem with that is he's not lively. He's trying to get away from his whimsical roles, such as that. Because he's been typecast in so many roles like that. Yeah. Ace Ventura, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb
1: and Dumber 2.
0: We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Uh, Wasn't he the Grinch? He was the Grinch. Like, all these, like, he does a lot of... Uh, I'm going to wave my hands around for this. Animated. He does a lot of yeah. animated
1: roles yeah. where he's, like, really doing the thing. And he's, like... He's, like, body acting is what he does he's throwing his well. head around as so he's talking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, for the mask, he didn't even... They didn't even need to use CGI as much because he could... Oh, yeah, he, he could do he could, most of it. Yeah, he could do most of what Except they needed for, like, him to pop do. His eyes out and yeah. just bring but, out like fifty different guns. From I could his be wrong,
2: but like he had the worst, like stuff in his mouth, didn't he? Like learn how to talk with the stuff in his mouth because yeah. the original yes. plan was to have him voice over himself. But like he actually taught himself how to speak with like the mouth guard yeah. type. Oh thing yeah, in. <laughs> and it makes <laughs> it makes it much better. That yeah. movie, from what I've se- I haven't seen, seen it, but I've seen like clips from it. That is a, that is a bizarre. I've seen the movie. oh, it's so
1: weird. I just uh, it was on Hulu, and I'm just like, well. I remember like seeing this on TV like when I was a kid, and then my dad being like, "No, you're not old enough to watch this." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Well, now I'm curious. Now that I'm older, what it was about and how it was. And it, it was an okay movie, but it, it was definitely off the walls, kind of <laughs> crazy. Yep. I think I think he started. I think Jim Carrey really started to uh, fix his role." Yeah, to fix his roles, as, like as as an actor, when he took Mr. Popper's Penguin.
0: Yeah, and then oh, he uh, sorry, there's I... another movie that came out a while back on. I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna watch it. It's I've had it, It's in my queue on Netflix. But uh, it's called uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's one of his like more critically acclaimed uh, serious roles that he's quote unquote serious roles that he's played. Like he still has that charm and that whimsical nature about him, but it's more like uh, pushed deep down in this like depressed, uh, melodramatic character that he plays. Huh. It's a really yeah. good movie, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching it. It
2: is interesting to see characters that can... Or actors, I should say, that can play such a wide variety of roles. Yeah. Like This goes back to another one of my favorite actors, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I mean, he's yeah. amazing. I love Matthew McConaughey he's like, so
0: much. On the level that I uh, think Chris- Christian Bale transforms his body... Uh, Matthew McConaughey transforms his acting style, yeah. like, even his body too—serious to whimsical to yeah. straight up crazy. Because he,
1: he's like, gained like uh, he's gained weight for roles too, yeah. and like lost he's, a bunch of weight. Yeah. Like he he's as committed to the role I'd say as Leonardo DiCaprio is. I don't think anyone's as committed as Leonardo. Yeah, is. <laughs> I don't. Okay, I'll say like, actually. No, I'm remembering I that say
0: Christian Bale is committed to every role that he plays. Yes, but I
1: think that. He's probably Leonardo second. Di- uh, he'd, pro- he'd probably be second to Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio because he's not going to be eating liver. But I think <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> like I think, DiCaprio. half did that for finally getting an Oscar and half yeah. did that for the whole.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like he, there was one movie called The Django Unchained, and, and in the movie oh, yeah. he he smashes. Uh, I think it's either a glass or. Oh yes, a bit of I've skull. seen that. I I've believe seen that it's clip. A glass. It, it, he's, he, he smashes s- his hand yeah. on
1: the table and then it's bleeding and then he wipes the blood on someone's face yeah he's like, and he stays right. in the role like, That's the, uh, yeah. the act, the, like the
0: director called cut and everything and tried to get him to stop but like, he wanted to keep doing it and keep on acting because he's committed the to the role for that movie, and so. he does a really good job even being oh, yeah. a despicable person such as a slave owner and yeah. <laughs> plantation runner he is actually did a pretty good. He was actually like one of the likable characters in that movie. Like just like his charisma that he put forth, and going back again, like talking about like this different like shades of acting characters. Going back to Robin Williams, like I just watched a movie recently called Goodwill Hunting. That um, I think it was Matt Damon's and premiere role. I think it was one of his premiere role. I don't and think
2: I've
1: ever seen. I like. think I saw like a
2: clean version of it in school one time probably because it's a pretty vulgar movie is there a lot of swearing oh there's a lot of swearing (laughs) and so it's written by. (laughs) well that's just like high school anyway it's written by
0: matt damon and ben affleck and i think it was their premier writing credits and i think one of their premier roles i don't think it was ben affleck's but i think it was matt damon's they're good together they're a good duo together yep not so good people in real life but we're just talking about their characters (laughs) yeah and so robin williams is in that movie he plays this psychiatrist and he like he has that like whimsical nature about him, but it's also steeped in this serious character who really puts forth his best roles and his best advice to um, uh, Matt Damon's character Will.
1: Oh and wait, I think I've seen a clip from that, mainly because uh, like I watch a lot of like the top tens of like yeah. movies and stuff. and oh, yeah, like it, it was like top ten, and when like people laughed, and they weren't supposed to, yeah. and it was with uh, Robin Williams and uh, Matt Damon, and he's yeah. talking to him, and he's like. My wife farts in her sleep. Oh, yeah. Oh. I remember that scene. <laughs> and that I'm like, pretty, that, that is amazing. Funny. And it's like all improv because yeah. he's just like, well, I got to think of something. Uh. And that's what Robin Williams did best is yeah. improv. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's really what brings actors together as a whole is that their ability to adapt and to, to invent. To the situation. yeah, Adapt to the situation and further their role just beyond what the paper says. And it
1: makes it more real because of it. Because even with like Star Wars, a lot of a lot of the best roles... Uh, a lot of the best lines from that were improv. Like I know from uh, episode right. five with Han Solo. That's great. And that's, that's Harrison Ford just and that, in his genius
0: roles. Exactly. is. Like going to his Indiana jo- roles as Indiana Jones, and then his roles in the Fugitive. Like he's just a stellar actor overall. Yeah. Then, like yep. that's what separates some actors from the rest is that their ability to morph themselves and like to see to what, become to the be, role. yeah to become the character. And some people just see it as a roll on paper, but like to really, none of us are actors. For a, yeah, let's just clarify that. Yeah, to clarify, none of us are actors. <laughs> yeah, and we technically we only know what we see on the screen and what we read. But that really sets actors away, far, sets actors apart from each other, and really sets movies apart from each other and puts them above the rest. Mm-hmm. Is really just having these good actors like. You could have, like, a crappy dialogue, but have a good actor portray that character and deliver that dialogue, and then yeah. you've got a good movie that's based on a garbage character. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah.
1: And it sells the story for us, you know, normal people that aren't actors or famous or rich or celebrities. One <laughs> <laughs> of my favorite Going
0: improv- down the uh, list of everything we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so, for reminding um, us. <laughs> what yeah, what
2: else <laughs> are we not? Uh, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite improv scenes of all time is um, when Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones and the yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark just when he's supposed to have that big epic sword fight with that yeah. guy, and say so just pulls out the gun and shoots him. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, and
0: that came from a, a story. Like, that came from him having dysentery yeah. on the, uh, on the that week of the shooting. Set. Yeah, yep. and then he was just like, I. He talked to. Spielberg and Lucas and was just like, I do not want to do this. <laughs> and so they adapted it and then it's become one of the most referenced and one of the most popular and well-known scenes of all time. Oh yeah, exactly. Like because even why the would worst.
1: You, why would you enter a sword fight knowing that you might not be able to match them yeah. you know, sword yeah. for sword. It's like, it's
2: uh, or of blow of gun, for right? blow. Yeah. 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 It, yeah, it matches
0: the wit of the character exactly. that, yeah. that Indy is in that movie. Exactly. go
2: back to what we were saying about like movies that improv a lot, I could be wrong about this, but Thor Ragnarok wasn't like eighty to ninety percent of Thor's lines like improv or something. Oh yeah, like a it. lot. Yeah. of because like, and that is one of the most like comedic movies in Marvel's cinematic. Oh yeah, right it's now. one of the funny. It's, I love, it's Actually, one of the best yeah. in my opinion. Oh yeah, one even one that it favorite. has such a
0: depressing like overtones. Yeah, like Thor. Spoiler on a two-year-old movie at this uh, point, about to be
1: three. Ragnarok that came out last I week. Okay, so it's, it's about a year. It's about yeah. a year. I wouldn't spoil too much on that. Just like if you haven't seen it, concept.
0: Go watch it on Netflix. If you don't have a Netflix account, go pirate it off the internet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> can that's, that's, that. But. No, I condone it hundred percent. No, do I not don't do, it all do the that. Time.
2: It's
1: totally fine. If you are a cop and listening, please don't arrest Andrew. <laughs> Come and find me. <laughs> his address is. But
2: he
0: has so many different people in his life. Just die and you could really feel but like they shift away the depressing overtones for that and move him on into his character in infinity war and so him talking about hold on a second all right um but like that movie is just i laughed through the entire i think we all saw it together i believe so yeah Yeah, i believe so and so we all saw it together, but i think there was a single like joke in that movie that i did not Oh, yeah. Like a laugh for a solid, like, 30 seconds on. Like, it was just, such a great It was movie. so funny. It was just oh, yeah. one liner after one liner after one liner. And that really comes from the mind that Take mm-hmm. About TD, the director, really and, has. And I, the
1: best part is they had a good story behind it, too, which yes. is something that Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I don't think, completely had. There was something missing for that. I mm-hmm. believe it was one of the funniest marvel movies that i saw in as far as just
2: straight comedy you
1: mean yeah as in just straight comedy yes uh but i also think as a marvel movie it was lacking that story that makes a marvel movie great and i think thor ragnarok blended those two things perfectly and that it had an amazing story where the character grew a lot but they kept an overall tone of humor just like the comics tend to do Mm -hmm. uh and i think it was done beautifully and it. And I think that's what Chris Hemsworth actually wanted for the character as a whole. From the, he was just sick of his character by the end of Thor two, like his dead
2: serious. Oh character yeah, that like, his is uh, yeah. Like you could even in the first movie, I not see the audience it so much, but in the too. second movie, you could definitely
0: yeah. see a lot of the humor coming through. Yeah, like some of like the gags that
1: Thor had in that movie. Was I feel like, like Ragnarok really was
2: like the first movie where they actually just let Chris Hemsworth. Uh, oh yeah, he uh, got to, to do what he role.
1: wanted with the character yeah. for that movie, and yeah. I think it was. It was worth it. It, it was, was like really Ryan Reynolds special. taking over Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. Essentially.
0: And to bring it full circle, it's a lot of like... Oh, I forgot what I was going to bring full circle.
1: It's over. I got the high ground now. Shut up. <laughs>
0: Talking about Deadpool like the and <laughs> car- them, the, them letting it go. Yeah. It's just like letting that character become who he is in the comics, like that translating so well on screen to the on screen. Yeah, yeah. like having just a fantastic actor as Ryan Reynolds is, as he like you could tell, like
1: he's committed. He to puts the role. on a
0: show a little bit for that for the role, but then a lot of that just comes from himself and his own like quick witted mm-hmm. humor that he has in his like life because you see it in interviews and different talk shows for him yep. is that he has that quick witted humor. And that's what I really th- really think will make the Detective Pikachu movie for me. Yeah,
2: what do you guys think about that? So
0: I think I thought it was super stupid at first when they announced it. <laughs> I was like, "This is really dumb. Why would you have a movie based on Pikachu and the detective? This is really stupid."
1: Someone someone sent me the trailer, uh, and I was just Might like, mean. "Was it me? No, I think it was it was someone else. It I was sent on it to Instagram." Group show we had. Yeah, I yeah, you I, sent that it. was I saw it from you. That I was that you. was the same day. But I was I was sent the trailer earlier that day uh, by someone, and I was just like, you have to be kidding me. They're actually making a Detective yeah, Pikachu movie? Yep. Like, this is a joke. Then I watched it, and I'm like, I I would maybe watch that. I then I watched watch the trailer again, and it. I'm like, I okay, I, I'm, I'm probably
2: going to watch it. three
0: shades that. of emotion. Maybe, you know, like, might, maybe, and definitely you're going to watch it. <laughs> I'm leaning well, yeah.
2: more towards uh, definitely.
0: Like, I was just, it was just really funny just, like, seeing that. Him in that role of just like playing Pikachu and like, yeah, I'm I don't really care for Pokemon that much because I missed the window of getting into it as a kid. Same here, but I su- got into it. Ironically. <laughs> I was super into Mario, Mario was my universe, that I was and about. then I had Star Wars, and there so, go, <laughs> and, and so, I had all three. <laughs> <laughs> I was laid out the loser to Star Wars. of the great kid. I was right really kid. To the Star Wars bandwagon. I was early I into on, the Stars, yeah. I love it now.
1: Well, well when my, my brother was a little kid. He was in the back seat. He was going, Rrrr. and my parents were like, what is he doing? And they found out, like, after a couple months of him doing it, Star Wars was on the TV, and he was pointing at Chewbacca, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's and Chewbacca is his favorite character today. Is so it still? Okay. Yes.
2: So it has stuck with him throughout the years. I was sold on a Detective Pikachu movie as soon as I saw Jigglypuff on screen. I'm like, I for those who like don't know, that's hell. my main in Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> There's another thing. So that I missed for out everyone
1: on. except eight people, you've gone against in Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but um, yeah, seeing that movie just—it's gonna be a good movie. I think it will. It'll be entertaining. Yeah, I'll see. I, I'll definitely see it. I'll take. I'm. I it has to, my money. I
2: try and do this for movies, and I think it's why I don't hate movies when I walk out of the theater normally. I just walk in with like zero expectations is, or like zero of my own internal thoughts. But I think that's really what did in The Last Jedi was there were so many people who had their own thoughts and expectations for what should happen in this movie. And when it didn't happen, and when I say didn't happen, I mean like it really didn't happen. Like, <laughs> no, it went with the they opposite went a, they direction. They went in direction that a lot of people like didn't want it to go basically at the end of the day. Yeah. But I think because so many people went in with their preconceived notions about what was going to be in the movie, I think that really negatively affected the movie overall.
1: I think a, a few other factors made it negatively impacted too, uh, but there were there were a couple key points that were good about the movie. Like, yeah. it was not the worst Star Wars movie. I'm sorry for I'll people to that believe that. that. <laughs> I believe. I was
2: I'm in, I was gonna say I'm interested to hear your the
1: Phantom <laughs> Menace is the worst Star okay. Wars movie. All right,
0: we'll go we'll go with this for for a minute. For, Here's my positives hmm. for the Phantom Menace. Yes, it has bad writing. Yes, some of the characters are sh- very shallow. Yes, I acknowledge all these factors that it suffers. F- hold on a second. Suffers from the prequel syndrome of not being that good. But here's what ha- here's what has it. It introduces us into the prequel era, which is my favorite era for Star Wars of all time. Like if uh, I read something too. or if I play something, I really want to bring in the prequel era because it's yeah. just so much more fun than Civil War or. Even way more fun than Sequel. Well, yeah, era. watching all those Jedi and, and clones is yeah, amazing. Exactly. <laughs> and then, it was the last movie to have in the in the uh, in the prequel trilogy to have real sets. Like they actually went to the desert, they went to the forest, they filmed on those locations. Uh, and one of the biggest demeaning factors for for uh, Phantom Menace is that Jar is Jar Jar Binks. And
1: I admit. That's not even Jar Jar why I Hate Binks the Movie is a terrible character. Well, I don't hate the movie. Like I like the movie. It's just Jar Jar Binks is not the reason that it is number 1 on my least favorite list. What's your reason? It would be because episode 2 and episode 3 and all the other movies kind of stood out a little bit more on that in in the sense that like I feel like this is Star Wars and stuff and they they set themselves apart whereas Episode one, you're kind of you're put into this new situation, with these new characters and stuff, and they don't do a good job at delivering on what you expect as a Star Wars fan. Again, those expectations going in. Yep. Uh, and again, the lines pretty bad. I'll give you that. The character development pretty bad. I'll give you that. Unless it's Qui Gon, everyone <laughs> seems to love Qui Gon. <laughs> Liam Neeson for the It's win. just the favorite character coming out of Episode one is Darth Maul.
0: Yep. Obi-Wan
2: Kenobi. <laughs> See, I don't think people loved Obi-Wan yet.
1: Out of episode 3, he was him. he you was like people's okay. favorite character. Yeah. But episode 1, it would be Darth Maul. And how many lines did he say in the entire movie? One. Exactly. Maybe two. I honestly, I can't remember a single one. Their most developed, <laughs> well-liked two. character. No. Enough for a fan base to bring him back. Yeah. Essentially in the Clone Wars, which I haven't seen. <laughs> has no lines. Yeah, Matthew's a heathen. I need to see though. Why haven't I? I think yet? that that's just because Pirate. <laughs> that's just it's because so the easy. writing was not that great and I didn't care for the overall story. Like I I felt like the Padmé and Anakin relationship was really forced and it made me uncomfortable like yeah. a nine-year-old kid falling in love with a 14-year-old girl speaking from
0: experience it's
1: not <laughs> that <weird>. i mean <laughs> it is a little a little bit considering where she comes from and then we and I'm, I'm just saying like where she comes from as in like you know like she has so many people that are probably trying to win her affection as you know like becoming the queen or whatever like <laughs> There's there's a lot of options for her. She's got all these people trying to probably trying to win. her. But warn we don't her, meet actually, any of those people. Exactly. You just meet Anakin,
2: who's no, that's a good point actually. I never who's even thought about that.
1: Kind of a little creepy in his attempt. If he were older, it would be creepy. But since he's a little kid, it's kind of like adorable or whatever. <laughs> he's like, "Are you an angel?" Yeah. Like,
0: I the pickup lines not work. <laughs>
1: like I'm just saying, like. If I were in her situation, or in his situation, I don't think it would have worked. And it didn't really sell it until episode 3. That is when I finally bought into Anna- Anakin and Padme. See, I, think I don't was, even think it worked in episode 2. I, I think
2: episode 2 was actually ruined by that subplot, because that entire exchange between uh, Anakin and Padme, like when he first comes back... and for like the first half of that movie, it really. It's He's just, like I'm. I was dreaming of it's you. It's <laughs> just weird. Like it makes me super uncomfortable exactly. to watch, and it sucks because episode two has some of my favorite scenes from like the entire Star Wars universe, in it. Jedi Arena's up there for me as far as like favorite scenes in yes, Star Wars. Yes, that's a great one. I love that scene. Classic scene. It's a fantastic scene. Oh yeah, and it's and that and it's kind of like ruined because it's in the same movie as this clunky, awkward relationship, not relationship, between yeah. Anakin and Padman. And it sucks. Totally understood. <coughs> but, like, I think we're seeing it from a... We're seeing episode
0: one from a ruined perspective. It's we're seeing episode one from the perspective of the, what happens in the long run. But right. you're not thinking about it, what's happening in the here and now. If we went back to 99 and watched that movie <coughs> in the theaters, not knowing what was coming before... Granted, right, we probably would have hated it, but yeah, for, a lot of the people, we, people did. But but the focus on coming from where we are now, not hating it so much, like not, not but like not liking it, but not hating it, we're again back to the middle ground. We're yeah. in the middle ground because <laughs> our be generation has grown up, seeing the overarching story and seeing where it all comes together. Right. And so, that's what I have. That's what puts episode one above Last Jedi for me is it's this isolated story the galaxy doesn't hang in the balance as it does in all the other movies in episode four the galaxy hangs in the balance because the death star is there and it can blow up all these Mm -hmm. different planets so they gotta destroy it the Mm -hmm. galaxy hangs in the balance because Luke is the last hope is the only hope for the galaxy or a new hope for the galaxy and the rebels get basically beaten obliterated obliterated (laughs) yep for the, um, in <coughs> the, the Battle of Hoth. And then the second one, the ge- galaxy hangs in the balance because the second Death Star, and then killing the Emperor Invader. You mean the third one? Yeah. Did I say six? Yeah, you said, you said the second, the second one. Oh. The, thir- <laughs> the third, technically six, but we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> but, and then, the Roman New s- and then seven, you've got, <clears throat> sorry. 7 you've got the galaxy hanging in the balance because of the first order and star base All these and versions then again the you've got the galaxy hanging in the balance in episode 9 because of uh and they're really eight? forcing it or episode 8 so. they're really forcing it the story of the galaxy hanging in the balance is that cuz if the resistance loses the first order then takes charge of the galaxy and owns the galaxy and then and you got to
1: f- realize there's like neat both sides of those armies they're Pretty much both near extinction at yeah. the end of that. At the end of that, they're movie. not near. Well, the last even the first the order, first order is
0: not as I, I'll give it. I'll go as far to say it's both armies were handicapped severely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the resistance by losing it most of its people, and then the first order by losing its flagship and losing its supreme leader. Yeah, and but going back to episode one, it, it hang the galaxy does not hang in the balance, it's a very isolated story. If you're thinking about it, it's just one plant, but if you look into like the legend's history and the lore and everything surrounding it, it is a major event yeah. within the overarching leap yeah. of, the ga- of, the of the overarching first, story of the galaxy. But, but if you look at, at it, if you look at it from this isolated perspective, you'll see like the really like parts that s- seem to shine. It's going back to the, the classics. It's this small rebel force fighting against this over, not terribly overarching, but for that, in comparison to them, they've got giant spaceships hanging in their atmosphere. Yep. It's just overarching uh, evil force going against them and harassing them, so
1: they've got to fight back. So did you say that episode uh, eight is on the top of your like list for the worst Star Wars movies? Yes. Or like, okay, because originally, like you were saying that, but now it seems like you're arguing for the point that Episode One is worse. No, he's, no, provi-
2: arguing- he's providing the counterpoint.
0: I'm providing uh, a counterpoint. It's saying that it's this isolated story of going back to what people saw in the first one of this tiny rebel force going against this overarching evil bad guy whose whose basically job is to destroy them as as they are.
2: Yeah.
0: And so that's my and in the last Jedi. The why I don't like the last Jedi. A lot of the the uh, I went. I was one of the few that went in with no expectations like I had watched a few theory videos and thinking about <laughs> it and I had like some some like stuff floating around in my head but I didn't have anything set in stone of what I thought was, was going to happen but I went into there I watched the movie the first time I watched it, it was like that was an alright movie it was a Star Wars movie yeah. I mean this coming off the back of Rogue One which I think is probably one of the best Star Wars movie I would argue ever
2: Rogue, I would argue Rogue One is top
0: three it's definitely a fantastic yeah. movie and it's up. And so, so, comparing that apples to. It's basically comparing apples to. Oranges? More rotten apples. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so. Or and rotten s- tomatoes. How about that? Uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and so. And so. Uh, so, see, going into that give movie, it it's 9%. like. 49%. Why I don't like The Last Jedi is because a lot. The time jump is give or take five Minutes, like even well, if, it's negative with, five. like you've got a giant leap in a uh, episode one and two, which is like ten years or so, right? And then you've got a, a not so
1: big ju- they jump. They all normally take a couple years. It's a couple or years, at least a year, a couple months to
0: a year tops. Like a year, a couple months to a couple years tops. Because like that's between two and three. That's like about. I think the closest to three years about
1: the closest gap other than that is Rogue One and that was setting it up for episode uh, episode four, which right. you know, it was doing yeah. that for and, a purpose. And Those though.
2: two weren't released in succession. Exactly. exactly.
1: Yeah. It was
0: it's not like the linear it's 30 a linear years later. story,
2: but not a really linear release. Date. But also like a lot of years in between. Yes. <laughs> yeah as yeah. Long as when the movies themselves were released.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just like a background information.
0: It's like a, it's yeah. like an added on information of like this is the story of how the Death Star plans were successful.
2: It's a Captain fancy documentary.
1: Yeah, all the but, questions about like oh how could that happen?
2: Well, here yeah. you go. Speaking of questions, I have two dumb questions. Okay, number one. So dumb and dumber. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't the Why couldn't the ship in episode eight? Why couldn't the ship that the bad guys were on just go faster?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Because the little ship. Okay. I was going to say, because the little, they're like, they're, like, they're just out plot. of range of it's our weapons. It's a plot weapons. shield. They're like, they're just out of range of our weapons. And I'm like, can you not, can you not go faster? It's because they ever else? provide an explanation for that? The, <laughs> the Alliance no, had, good.
1: it, it wasn't... Resistance. Oh, yeah. The it's resistance, also, I hate that name. I hate yeah, the Resistance. It's, it's it doesn't not, roll off the tongue. It it's not it a
0: good name. name. you got the Rebellion and you've got the New Republic. Those, and the Republic and the Empire... And then so on and so forth. Like, yeah. those roll off the tongue. It's very. But the
1: resistance? It's also too many songs. I always, I yeah. always think of that skillet song. No, it's because it's because the resistance <laughs> had shields. Plot shields.
2: Exactly. Plot shields. Okay. Exactly. All right. Dumb question number two. Why couldn't they tell Poe what the plan was? Because plot again. Okay.
0: <laughs> There's no, all again, these arguments shield. talking about how. A, f- a superior officer doesn't really have to define themselves to a lower officer, and that's like the explanation that people who are Last Jedi lovers But who put Purple Hair in charge? Leia. Okay. She's technically the secession of charge. Because, because this is another reason, they Poe killed off all, all of the superior Akbar. officers and Admiral Ackbar. Admiral Ackbar is a hero of the rebellion. He fought in so many wars. It's He's beaten trial. the Empire time and time again. He went out with a glorious bang against the Yuzan Vong in Star Wars Legends, but in the garbage Last Jedi, the Canon—I'm doing air quotes again—he goes out with a sissy, just poof. He, dies he just off dies street. as he dies as a background character. He does. If you look even at the Canon, he's such a pro, he's such a prominent character. He's a hero of the Rebellion. He—if anyone should have been driving that ship into the. Um, into the uh what do you call it? Yeah, what was, uh, what was that shit called? Dreadnought. That dreadnought. was a dreadnought. Oh, the dreadnought was the one who blew up oh. the resistance base
1: in the beginning. That, but it oh, was okay. um.
2: That's gonna bother me for the rest of this. What's give me one second. Go.
1: It's supreme leaders. Oh shit! That is shit. Yes. So. Yeah, but I I
2: agree. Going off of what he was just saying, I think it I don't think it should have been purple hair doing that. I think it should have been purple hair. It should have been everyone. It
0: was the supremacy. It it was supremacy right? that's yeah, what it was called? Uh,
2: the supremacy was what it was called?
1: Yep. Okay. Because it's supreme. Okay, but yeah. Anakin Atbar was
0: tackle. a hero of the rebellion, and he was done, and he died, not as a main character. He died as a side character, who got one, who got, he got barely, he got he got barely one, one line in the Last Jedi, and he was mentioned. He was mentioned. For I, a knew, second. I don't even remember his line. His me- his line was about the shields or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And so
1: should have been a trap. <laughs>
0: but he was a hero of the belly, and he was just gypped. Sorry, it's a offensive term to some people, but he was gypped out of his role. I'm not gonna use that anymore, but I'm just saying he was just yeah screwed out of his cut role it out for a better for to use a better term he was screwed out of his role for the um, for that. And then again and then going to back to an even major character in the last Jedi is Luke Skywalker. Luke yeah. was turned into uh, a
1: cowardly makes hermit. My heart hurt. Every
2: he was a coward. That he was
0: a coward in a hermit and a just a he was nothing what he was supposed to be. He's supposed to be this fantastic Jedi master who's supposed to be winning, who's supposed to be fighting along alongside the rebellion of, or technically the new republic with with uh, with what he was doing and he's supposed to be this hero of the rebellion fight again another hero of the rebellion who screwed over by the last Jedi in favor of these brand new characters that come out of nowhere and so <laughs> he's screwed out of his role and he's reduced to someone who who could bear who saw the best in his murdering psychotic father yep. who At the time of him trying to kill the Jedi Order, killed the Jedi Order children and hundreds, if not, well, probably about dozens, if not hundreds, of Luke's friends at that time. Like the amount of people that that Vader killed that Luke knew at that time is quite ridiculous. And he, even then, knowing it was his father, redeemed him. But he he saw
1: light in him still. But he
0: saw an ounce. Like he didn't even say. A lot, he saw a tiny bit of darkness inside of Ben. Uh, Kylo Ren, for those uneducated, <laughs> saw the tiniest darkness in Kylo Ren and decided to kill him. Yep, not talk to him, not think about it, not f- meditate on it. He went into the kid's hut. The kid was like, Yeah, how old was he at the time? Probably was, our age, like 18. He was probably 18 or 15, somewhere 19, in that range. Yeah. Yep, he was a kid who was trying to f- become a Jedi with his uncle. And he tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, even just reading the comics or playing a game. Like, I played, I recently played the. Night, um, not Knights of the Republic, uh, Jedi Knight Academy games where Luke is a prominent character in that. And just seeing his demeanor in that game. It's a very crappy uh, looking game because of the time it was made <laughs> in. But just that you can even tell from that. He's just, he's so sure of it, and so just like focused on what he's doing, and it's just like, you just,
1: like, and that's the look everyone wanted to see, in if the you're back. listening, Disney,
2: which you're not because Probably this not. is the first podcast <laughs> it's, it's a first or maybe not that or podcast. last podcast, it's you like know, this may go down in history as the zeroth podcast zeroth <laughs> podcast, zero, zero, zero
0: <laughs>
1: R.I.P. <laughs>
0: okay, alright we're gonna get away from that, but and then we could go on talking about the casino and yeah, that, everything like that but canto
1: bite can be thrown out and no, I've exhausted my it. energy talking about yeah i've <laughs> exhausted myself
2: <laughs> i like i like how um I forgot her name rose that's her name right yes mm-hmm. rose decides that <laughs> she must free these animals but for the kids i'll give them this shiny coin <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> you who know, cares about like, the slaves that she used to be you know right let's free these animals let's free these
2: animals and here have the shiny little medallion
1: oh yeah no.
0: it, i'm i think i've exhausted pretty much my talking for now so i think i've exhausted my talk on star wars we're yeah. about an hour so i think for our first podcast i think that's a good place to
1: good stop to call for. yeah all right all right well, this well is thank you for listening yeah. We appreciate it, even if it's just one of you. This is either the test or the pilot for
0: the Nothing But Nonsense podcast, A Dream of Mine.
1: Well, I know all three of us will listen to this at one point, probably. So thank you, Dawson. Thank you, Matthew. And thank you, Andrew. You are probably our most um, loyal subscribers and listeners. (laughs) We appreciate you, and we know you better than anyone. So... (laughs)
0: Well, for those who aren't us... <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, we hope to do more of these in the future. And this has been really fun. And it's really fun to finally achieve a dream of mine. So,
1: And if you liked it, tune in again.
0: If you like to... Not badger a point that I hate home. But if you liked it, subscribe maybe. Because this will most likely go up on our YouTube channel that we have at that point. That we'll be posting. Mm-hmm. So, like, subscribe... If you do, if you do want to, do. If you don't, well,
2: that's fine. Do you. not. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. And if you stuck this far, again, good for you. Thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. you. Right. That's the thanks from Andrew. Thanks from Matt. And I already said thank you, so <laughs> you're
2: welcome. All
0: right. See ya.